was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The warriors and most of the braves are in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a Maine summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, today was amazingly warm and sunny. It started off with a low, low fog. At the 7.30 in the morning leadership meeting, which we have every single day, the fog was so low that the edges of Bluey Field, you could not see them. They were lost in the clouds. And by 10 a.m., blue skies, blazing sun, amazing bluebird day. Just the best day today. Everyone raced around, fully energized by the sunlight. There were more dragonflies. There were more swallows. There were more groundhogs. Everybody was out to see the sun. Today is the 28th of June, 2019. Head OD tonight is James. Flags were done today by Patrick. It's an alphabet day C. OD shift tonight is the Comets. And Cobble Lounge cleanup is basketball. Happy birthday today to Gabriel Dominguez, our volleyball instructor. Very friendly guy from Puerto Rico. Today's events, all kinds of sports intercamps are starting up. We had 10 and under blue team soccer for Cabo Choice, that's a practice. 11 and under soccer practice, also during Cabo Choice. 12 and under climbing tryouts during Cabo Choice. 12 and under tennis practice during Lakeside. 13 and under tennis practice during Cabo Choice. 15 and under baseball practice during Lakeside. And of course, Warriors and the Sachem and the Council all got to do schedule changes today. That's right. It's the end of a alphabet rotation and off to the next round of schedules. Today at Lakeside was just Lakeside. All those practices and of course Lakeside. Laundry day today. Tumbledown, Pasquani, and Saboyas. And tomorrow, Sachem, Makias, Mohican, and Rollaway will get their laundry done. Evening activities tonight. The Braves had group night, half of them, and the other half are on Spirit Island, which is why I said that only some of the Braves were in their beds, because the other half are in tents, in sleeping bags, which I guess is also their beds. The Warriors had bunk night and MTV night prep, and also Council and Sachem had a group night tonight. Tomorrow night is MTV night, and even though, as we've said already, this session Most of these boys were born after MTV started its very fast decline in the digital age. We still have MTV night. Born on a rainy, rainy week 10 years ago, Clayton Dodson decided he was going to figure out something big and group-oriented for the whole camp. And so we started a tradition of the boys competing 
for a giant trophy made of Oreo cookies for the best all bunk song choreography and lip sync. And it has really, really gained steam in the last five or six years. It is something to behold. More on that tomorrow. In the hole, we have group night again. And then the other half, the Braves are headed to Spirit Island. Warriors tomorrow are playing Watermelon League. And so are Council and Sagem. Cava choices for today. For the Braves, squash, balloon ball at volleyball, lacrosse at the upper fields, blobbing at the waterfront, gaga at the gaga pit. Warriors, 12 and under climbing tryouts, water basketball at the waterfront, batting practice at the baseball field and the batting cages, ping pong at the Lewis Lee Center for chilling and grilling, disc golf at the office. I mean, obviously we didn't play just at the office. It starts at the office. Dodgeball at the Cava Dome. And then Council and Sachem had archery, and trail building also let's just stop there trail building means the boys who really really love mountain biking of which there are so many this session are out there building trail on their time where they get to choose to do anything because they like mountain biking so much they wanted to build some elements so that's pretty cool stand up paddleboard frisbee at the waterfront super knockout at griff's court woodshop at the woodshop and open swim at the waterfront and that is our Blue Sheet Report for today, the 28th of June, It's a magnificent and busy thing to run Cavasi, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cavasi itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. These times are some of my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Today's a very special day in every summer because it's the first Braves Spirit Island Day. And what that means is that a whole bunch of boys who come from cities all over the country and the world get into boats after a little bit of training on how to put up their tents and make little fires. And they go across our little channel to Spirit Island. And if everyone could just cast back their memories to when they were seven or eight or nine and what it would be like to go to an island that was your island when you got there. You get to put up your own tents and you get to have just your favorite counselors and your buddies and a couple tents and a campfire and a bunch of food. You get to swim in the lake in a special area. It's on the other side of the island. You can't see from Cavasi. And you get to have your own little country. I remember when I was a little boy having dreams about having such a place. We had this little tiny goofy set of trees out in the wheat fields of eastern Washington. And there was probably like, I don't know, 12 trees. We called it Fairy Forest, and it was our place we would go. And it was our own little childhood place. And it was awesome, but it was nothing compared to an island that's your island. And so as the boys get ready, you can see the fire come up in their eyes. They get so excited about going to Spirit Island. There's some traditions that are there. They get to learn about tribal games. That's where all the legends are first told about what's going to happen next. And they also get to be under those big pines. There's a huge 
osprey nest that's up in the, one of the tallest trees. They can go to the bottom of that tree and see all the sticks that the osprey have carried from other parts of camp and you know all around the lake and brought to their nest. And you can hold a stick that a big giant raptor has held as they flew through the air. And you can see the cast-offs of all the fish that they've eaten. And you know there's all kinds of cool osprey leavings that are there. And that's just the beginning. You also, this year, there's so much cool stuff because of the late spring and the late winter, the loons are still in their hatching phase. And on Spirit Island with the boys, as I say this podcast, are three loon nests. And we were careful to place our camp in a place they wouldn't be disturbed. And we're swimming in a different cove so we don't disturb the one loon that's literally nested in the center of that little cove. And the boys tonight, you know, the last thing I said to them was, I don't know of any boys anywhere in Maine in recorded history that have slept on an island with baby loons that were about to hatch. And you can see their little eyes get all big. It's true, though. I don't know any boys who had that experience. And those boys are having that experience literally as we record this podcast. The whole tradition is that I come over on a canoe and tell one of the stories. There's a series of stories that they get to choose from. These are real stories about adventures I've had in the wilderness with animals. One of them is called the Headless Moose. One of them is called the Invisible Cougar. And one of them is called the Bear Who Couldn't Climb Trees. These are all real things that happened to me in the Northwest when I was coming up. And they get to choose which one. None of them are scary stories, even if they sound scary, including the Headless Moose, which is the story they chose this evening. And another magical moment happens. I mean, the whole thing is just magical, but, you know, you go over and it's blue across the water, paddling a canoe. It's very quiet. The waves are low. Most people have stopped boating. It's dusk. And there's just blue everywhere. It's, the sky's blue, you know, the dusk, dusky gray blue that it is. And then that's being reflected on the water. That creates an ambient blueness. And the trees are stark against this, black against the sky and the water. And you come across that space and you can see this collection of orange light. And in that light, obviously sent out by the fire, are a series of orange circles, which are the boys' faces, reflecting the firelight. It's a very condensed, beautiful scene. And you get to break into that. And at this point, the boys have had their s'mores and they got the wiggles out and they're just starting to sugar crash. So they're really contemplative and sleepy. And I ask them which one they want to hear. And they say they all want to hear the Headless Moose. It's the most popular one. And I start telling it. And everyone's leaning forward. And it's not just the 7-year-olds or the 8-year-olds or the 9-year-olds. All the counselors, their eyes just as wide as the 7-year-old in their lap. Their eyes just as wide as the 10-year-old leaning on them from the side. And you get to see the boys sort of melt into their counselors a little bit because they're all into the story. But their bodies are relaxed, and you can see how at home they feel after just a week. And here they are on their own island, literally with good counselors watching over them, listening to the story of the headless moose and giggling at the part where the moose makes funny noises and giggling at the part where my friend screams really high. And it's this shared moment that they're literally never going to forget. And you get back in the canoe back across the water and you can hear those counselors being like all right everybody it's time to get ready for bed you can hear the happy chirping of the braves as they get ready to go to sleep on spirit island their 
Island. So that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep, either on the mainland or on Spirit Island, with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.